Create something beautiful. Okay. Artists and creative types. This is the artistic method, and I am Joel Wright. You don't even know. In everything a person does or attempts to do, there will always be a first. And the first attempt is never great. It takes time to develop proficiency or even mastery. It's, uh, it's an undertaking that takes commitment and dedication, and you cultivate those skills that develop over time. And there's no shortcut to this. This is the first podcast ever for The Artistic Method, and I'm Joel Wright. And this podcast will not be perfect. I find that perfectionism kills creativity especially in the beginning. Imperfectionism is something that I embrace and allowing things to not be perfect. For instance, I'm at my home studio today, which is not a studio. It's just a room at my house. And joining me today is my dog, Bella, which is an English bulldog who enjoys licking and slobbering and making the worst noises you can imagine. You may hear her in the background. Uh, licking her paws. There's no stopping her. She is a force to be reckoned with, and she's so stubborn, there's no way I could tell her to stop licking her paws and get any type of positive response from her. So I'll be doing the podcast with these background background noises, and that's fine with me. I don't care. But I wanted to get this first one out of the way because... It's been snowing. I'm in Texas, and it's been snowing. It's, there's been about 14 inches of snow where I'm at. I just stuck the tape measure in the front yard, and it says 14 inches. That varies. I don't know what the average is, but it's snowed a lot for Texas. We are not prepared to deal with this type of weather. So we don't do what people do up north in Texas. We just... We just uh, become hermits in our house and hide out and wait for it to go away and pretend like it's not there. Now it's fun for us. Uh, We don't get to see that, so it is enjoyable, but it's also terrifying because many people have been without power. They've been without power for days. Texas has its own power grid, apparently, and it's not capable of handling these extreme cold temperatures and everyone ramping up their heat. There may be something underlying to that that um, they're not telling the public. But from what I understand, there's not enough electricity to go around and their rolling blackouts are lasting three days in some um, major metropolitan areas like Houston, Dallas, and Austin. Excuse me. So anyway, it's been... um, a time for me to hang around the house and hang out with family, and I've enjoyed that. But during this time, I also decided I'd like to launch my podcast and my art course that I'll be I'll be hosting that at joelwrightart.com. For my podcast, I've always had this idea that I would like to interview other artists. And when I can't do that, I do have things to say about philosophy of art, art methodology, and approaches to doing art and living a creative lifestyle, which I've done for over 20 years. Excuse me. 
I'm drinking some green tea this morning. Always clears my throat. A little bit about me. Once again, I'm Joel Wright, and I am an artist. I've been an artist for many years. I started out drawing when I was a young kid. I guess all kids are young, but I was a young kid when I started drawing. And I had tried painting. I wanted to paint when I was younger. And I had watched Bob Ross paint on PBS Channel 13. And he did these uh, landscape... Well, everybody knows who Bob Ross is. He does landscape paintings, happy trees, happy clouds. Uh, my trees and clouds were not happy. They were not happy. I couldn't keep up with his 30-minute episodes. I didn't have a way to record at that time. So I had to try and paint along with him in real time. And I punched through many canvases. I could not complete the work and, you know... Oil paint is slippery, and when you get a coat of, of wet paint, and you're painting wet on wet, there, there's uh, challenges uh, that um, I just couldn't overcome as a kid watching Bob Ross. And so Bob Ross was a source of inspiration, but also frustration for me trying to learn how to oil paint. So I, I let that go. So it just drew with pencils and charcoal for many years and as I got older I started learning how to paint slowly over time just learning on my own self-taught and eventually <clears throat> I found myself in a tattoo shop but before that before that I'll just go into my personal history just briefly my father said, hey, son, I realize you want to be an artist, and that's fine and everything, but you can't make a living being an artist, so you're going to have to try and find a job. Being an artist is not a job. My mother was very nurturing, and she told me, hey, son, you're an artist. You're very talented. You can do this. You should pursue your passions. So I had this duality in upbringing with my mother and my father. And I listened to my father. I said, okay, that's it's probably true. I'm not going to be able to make a living being an artist. So I'm going to go out and find a job. I think my, yeah, my very first job was a janitor at a Methodist church. It was actually a beautiful church. I enjoyed hanging out there. The stained glass windows were so pretty when the sun would come in and all those colors would be scattered across the sanctuary. It was pretty amazing. And my boss there was a good dude, older guy. He had retired from whatever he did in his career and was just taking care of this church out of love. But he expected me to do certain things at the church, and, and I did for the most part, but I was a binge drinker back in those days, and I would be fine for a couple of weeks, but then I would tie one on for two or three days straight, and my work would suffer. I, I think I fell asleep in the pews of the church. And he uh, he woke me up and was like, what's going on, man? I, 
I can't leave you alone and you'd be sleeping, you know, it's not going to work. And it happened quite a few times until I lost my job at that church. Anyway, that started a string of me job hopping. I had somewhere in the area of 250 jobs. 250 jobs. Just going from one to another. And I'll go into that more in some other episode. This is my first one. I don't have to cover everything in the first episode, but just know I had many jobs that didn't work out for me at all until one day I was hanging out at a tattoo shop. There's a story behind that as well. But I was hanging out at this tattoo shop, Steve's Tattoos and Body Piercing. And I was drawing up tattoos for the shop owner. He was busy and had more demand than he had time. And so he outsourced some of his creative work to me and I started drawing up tattoos. And eventually, I did a tattoo on myself. And it wasn't very good. But it was good enough that when I told people I was giving out 10 free tattoos that they lined up to get their free tattoo for me in my learning phase apprenticeship. And I did those 10 free horrible tattoos. And eventually, I believe my 11th or 12th one, I made my first dollar from tattooing. Now, I'd made money from artwork before then, selling paintings, and the tattoo shop owner, Steve Ardwin, was paying me to create these drawings that he was tattooing on people before I learned to tattoo. But tattooing is a medium unto its own. You could be very skilled in drawing or painting and know everything about art, which will help you. But when you go to the tattoo medium... You're starting from ground zero. Tattooing is unlike any other medium, and it works for some people and it doesn't others. And it's strange because it can work for people that have no artistic talent, but they're very good at tattooing. And that's odd. And that's the only medium that's like that. So you you do have tattooists, and then you have tattoo artists. And I, you know... Don't get too heavy on classifications, but, I mean, these are self-proclaimed titles. You have tattooists that consider themselves just a tattoo artist, not an artist. And then you have people that consider themselves artists, and tattooing's a medium that they use, and it may not be the only medium that they use. And that's where I fall into. I do many different mediums. I do painting, sculpting, tattooing graphic design, web design, video editing, just you name it. Like, There's really nothing off-limits for me in the creative space. I do a little writing, even, but I wouldn't consider myself a writer at all. I do some public speaking, and this podcast is a, is a version of that. So I never found my place in life until I started tattooing and selling paintings. And for me, there's no other option. I have no other option. 
but to my livelihood, 100% comes from my creative efforts and nothing else will work for me. And I have, I have extensively tested that over time. I use the scientific method to determine I am not capable of doing anything but being an artist. That's all I'm good for. But having that as the case in my life has caused me to, my commitment level, of course, is very strong. And my dedication to creating art is very strong because there is no other option for me. With the artistic method, I hope to really get a magnifying glass and look at my own artistic method and the artistic methods of other people. I want to know their core philosophies and why they got into art and what they feel their purpose is in the uh, art artistic medium of their choosing and what they hope to accomplish, what their goals are, what's their latest project. I want to know these things about other artists and I think it'll be useful for everyone to share these things. So that was my idea for a podcast. That is my idea for a podcast. And if you're interested in being on this podcast, I would love to have you. You can contact me and we'll determine um, a date that we can meet. I prefer to do interviews in person. I, I don't really like the Zoom meeting type of approach. And I believe a better sound quality is achievable in person. But it is a strange time we're living in, so if we have to do Zoom meetings, we can do it. But I just prefer to meet in person. Well, you may hear my dog snoring in the background. This has been an enjoyable first attempt at failing at podcasting. I'm looking forward to what this turns into and evolves into over time. I mean, I could sit here and try and define it, but of course, life never works that way. There's a lot of uncertainty and unknown elements, but I am looking forward to putting time and energy into this creative project. 